0: a dumpy little office in West Covina, California, it's The Foo Bar Show! Hey, what is up everybody? I am Joe C. I'm Josh. And we got David on the mix. Say hello, David. Hello, David. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Thank you all very much for listening into The Foo Bar Show. Thank you for subscribing and telling a friend like a champ. You can always catch us at Foo Bar Show. That's F double O show at gmail.com. And F double O bar show is our handle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll food up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right? Foos. Foos. Hey, yo. <laughs> on tap today, we have uh, some shit talking. We're going to talk some news, some sports. We got a Don't Be a Dick today to talk about. Oh. Uh, we got a joint report, <gasps> some music highlights. But most importantly, first of all, we have. Aaron Zuniga of Top Shelf shape Yeah, man. I thanks for coming in, reception. man. This uh, oh, I, clap.
1: Oh, I, want, got, I got oh, you. I got you. I got you. I got you. There, got you,
0: got go. You. there, you,
2: go. there you go. To the <laughs> we'll, we'll,
0: we'll give them. Uh, we'll give them the old golf clap here. Here <laughs> we go. Oh, nice. That's classic. There you go. There you
2: go. That's class.
0: What happened? I don't know. Awesome. All right, so Aaron, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, man. Um, my pleasure. Yeah, dude. Uh, I've been checking you guys out for some time, Top Shelf Shake. Uh, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Uh, how, uh,
1: Where and how did the band start? Uh, basically, just me and the bass player, Zach. Uh, mm-hmm. We started just jamming in my garage with no drummer for like probably a full three years. Oh, shit. Just jamming on covers and stuff. And then um, we finally got a drummer and then finally started writing some originals, you know, as the story goes. But, um, yeah, it just kind of started without even meaning to. We didn't think it was going to be what it became. What did you guys yeah. play a lot? Like, like a bunch of Zeppelin and like oh, super sick. deep cuts, like 10 years gone. Oh, damn. Yeah, like super deep oh, cuts. That, like if you played live, people wouldn't wouldn't even know you like, play, what you're playing. You learned like Achilles' Last Stand. Uh, oh, yeah. Hell, oh, yes. Dude, that was the first song that, I That's impressive as all. Yeah. Hell, that's a right long-ass song. So, right um, so, yeah, we never really thought it'd be like a band or anything, like a live thing. But um, once we got a drummer and it sounded that sweet, like we knew we had to. So, um, so, yeah, and then, of course, the originals came along, and the rest is history, as they say.
2: Nice,
0: man. Dope,
1: man. Dope. Um, yeah.
0: What what inspired you early on? Because I understand you play drums, too. You're not only the front man for Top Shelf. Yeah. Uh, you also um, are an experienced drummer. Tell me about that. Like, which one came first, the guitars or the drums?
1: Drums definitely came first. I've mm-hmm. uh, been playing drums for probably 13 years now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so uh, i got i got pretty good at that and then uh i played in a few in a few bands growing up and i felt like it was kind of like music college like being in a kind of a crappy pretty <laughs> a pretty crappy metal band for four years you know like we were good <laughs> but we were just so so flawed you know and you learn you learn the many mistakes not to make and stuff and you learn what to do what not to do oh totally and right. um so in the, in a way that was kind of like my my music college That's sick That's um but so I kind of just lost the, the spark for drums, something about it. I don't know what it was, but guitar started to speak more to me. It just like meant more to me. And so I started doing that and writing my own songs. And
0: Do you find yourself, when you compare yourself to other guitarists, do you find yourself strumming in a specific way because you have that drumming pattern about you?
1: Yeah, actually I, I do. That. That's kind of what... You should what, mention it. Yeah, that's what Dave Grohl does. (laughs) Yeah, I play I play a real sort of rhythmic Mm -hmm. in a real rhythmic fashion and stuff. And then the way that I can you know, I got really, really good pick control because I'm almost playing i can almost hear it like a stick control yeah you really
2: e- You you couldn't easily follow the beat yeah yeah notes. Yeah, yeah. I, like I can low make notes. beats
1: with with the stick with the picking nice. control right. you know that's right. dope so it kind of adds to the song uh, in a few instances well cool. and it,
0: i think in my opinion it, it helps with some of the dynamics depending mm-hmm. on how the song is going to flow a yeah. little bit yeah. i i like to think that i was a drummer that never learned how to play the drums <laughs> yeah because i i have good rhythmic uh sense so mm-hmm. i know and so i i kind of treat my pick in that way where the low notes are or uh your bass drum and you yeah. got your toms in the middle and then your snare and and uh, crashes are up on yeah. top so that's kind of ah, how i pick okay. too yeah so i totally get it and that's why i'm
3: asking right that's <laughs> and i really cool. i I'd like
0: to ask that question to all drummers who also happen to play guitar because okay. I, I i often find that they that they kind of would sympathize with that yeah, yeah and
1: it's like i said it's weird you should ask because nobody's really ever asked that before hmm and uh it would come from another a fellow drummer and guitar player
0: right right yeah, yeah dude um so i have been enjoying your music for some time awesome. um I, I i i realized that you guys have a lot of influences without even asking you i mean yeah it's like it, it's, it's like if you took pennywise and sublime and then they fucked oh and then wow. they had a
1: baby Wow! and then red hot chili peppers yeah and they came and, through and the beatles had a fucked and they had a baby and then those two babies met and they <laughs> fucked. exactly yeah and then you guys popped out yeah <laughs> we'd but, be the product of baby making they, <laughs> right.
0: but top shelf shake i was telling uh we had a uh, noon c in the last pod and i was explaining to him that i was uh extremely jealous of the name <laughs> top shelf shake prior
1: to starting the show Genius. you were telling me that that's something that zach came up with your, yeah, your the bass player like I, like i told you i wish i thought of it too man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh the bass player is actually the one that thought of it and uh the story goes he was just looking at a menu for a for a local clinic and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and noticed like oh five dollars for top shelf shake not only is that right in my in my uh in your yeah, yeah, right in that wheelhouse right there. That's right what I can afford. But that also could be a good name for my band. So that's okay. what he thought. That's yeah, what he yeah. thought there.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, if you had a camera on him, you could just see his face tol- slowly turn to the distance and look off like realizing just that you just eureka, had the epiphany. Yeah, that, eureka that, that, that eureka moment, like top shelf shake I wish I was Bomb. there for that. Right. There
3: literally was like a, you get that, a it, light that bulb over his noise That like inception. Like yeah. boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's great right? well, it,
0: well so um what would you say are your major influences when you write and you like when you when you hear the song that you want to when you're producing it and you're writing it like mm-hmm. w- who are you listening to when you're writing your stuff
1: um you know it really varies a lot um which is why you know our, our music is so different like every song is almost as, like different in its own way. They're, they're kind of, none of them, no two are the same. Yeah. You mentioned that you don't have, you don't really know how to categorize. Yourself, yeah. It's so. like, it's kind of reggae and, and, and Scott, but then there's some punk and then there's some funk oh. and then there's some rock and you know, there's a lot of different like blues feels and yeah. Well, it's everything that can yeah. really mash together. Yeah. I so it's everything like, we try to do. So you have like an amalgam. Yeah, exactly. Together, that's pretty exactly. Dope. So, um, so yeah, it's, basically i don't really have any one like influence but it's what's interesting is i can go back and listen to different songs that i've written in the past and Mm -hmm. i can i can like pinpoint what i was learning at that point Um, based on what i was writing at that point so in hindsight you can go back and realize
2: oh okay that's what was influenced yeah yeah and i could be like oh
1: this was this was influenced by you know a chili peppers riff or or stuff like this but that's what i happen to be learning at that point nice so it's kind of cool
0: yeah you learn like the different arpeggios that they may be using at that time and and you're like how can i incorporate that in one of my
1: tunes and then you can exactly cash it in (laughs) yeah yeah you two are a songwriter so i'm sure you understand
0: (laughs) yeah yeah totally i mean but you'll always i I would be caught dead with pearl jam wait wait or rage against the machine (laughs) in my (laughs) you write songs every now and again (laughs) Ah, yeah wow (laughs) news to me yeah so i mean if 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 anything is going to sound likely going to sound like one of those two guys uh, or bands i mean um but what would you say are your favorite artists like who who were you listening to when you were growing up and how early were you listening to music that down the line you were like oh shit this is these are the guys who are going to influence yeah me not only loving
1: music but writing it um well thanks to my parents i was listening to music super super early Uh like it basically is was part of my first memories and stuff and um, I'd say the Beatles are my number one influence. Awesome. Like of course. Right. Fa- That's just like everybody's favorite band sort of thing. It's like a bass. It's just like one of those basic bands you learn as a kid that you, yeah. ha- that you have to love. Like, it's a built-in know. favorite. It, so. exactly. Yeah. It's like, if you, do you like music? Okay, well, you like
2: the Beatles. Yeah, you like, yeah. I mean, exactly. if you have to learn right. Yellow Submarine on the recorder in elementary school, I'm pretty yeah. sure you're going to yeah. grow up liking yeah. the Beatles. For real. Yeah. For real. <laughs>
1: So yeah, the Beatles were like my number one influence and and I can go back to when I was probably 2 or 3 years old my first oh, wow. memories and that was part of it. So um but other than them there's a lot of um a lot of blink-182 Oh okay. yeah. A lot of Motion City soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of let's see. There's some weird like metal ones like Silverstein and Senses Failed. fail. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, and, and a little bit of Tool. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I got into <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tool like back in uh, 2011 or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. And um, they're kind of syncopated rhythms, like really kind of influence the way that I write songs. And One of my um, favorite Tool songs is "The Pot." Oh, "The Pot" is great. The pot that bass line, dude. Oh, see, that's great, and yeah, all dude. that stuff that syncopated like rhythm, mm-hmm. the drums that go with that, and so I've kind of written, I've written parts that are that are reminiscent of that. Okay, you know. Okay. But nice. uh, but yeah, so I've got a lot of different weird. Influences, you know, even some Frank Sinatra uh-huh. will come through in some of my singing, you know, so, You're crooning, outside. yeah. So, so picture of Frank Sinatra mixed with Silverstein mixed with. Mixed with you know some forty one and blink one eighty two. Like wow, that, that is a strange combination. Right, exactly. But yeah. strangely, I kind of want to listen fuck? to it now. <laughs> it kinda, yeah, and then they all, they all, they all. And then this you know, sweaty yeah. orgy, top shelf shake is the thing that comes out. Right. <laughs> nice dude, That's grew dope. out of the jizz pile like oh, wow. in the middle, right? Wow. So you guys just threw a bunch of. You guys just <laughs> try not to picture that, right? <laughs> now. Yeah. Oh, Let me, I'll, I'll bring a different. Analogy. I didn't say it was going
2: to be pretty. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> so you guys just put a bunch of weed into the grinder you know sativa see, see, that's and a lot prettier i'd I li- I like there you go. to picture oh, shit. that there oh, you well, go. Well, i guess i'm the dick yeah
0: right. <laughs> hey don't be a dick yeah that is uh, the theme of the show <laughs> uh well shit, man anything coming up i, I understand you have uh you have a single out currently that we'll listen yeah. to at uh, towards the end
1: of the show yeah uh but what do, do you have a name for the album yet yeah we do actually mm-hmm. um and interesting, this will be my first time announcing it like publicly. Oh, oh awesome. breaking for anybody news, who's listening. Breaking news. Yeah, this is breaking exclusively for the FUBAR show. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a FUBAR exclusive. We feel so special. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're gonna call it Strange Radio strange, strange radio. radio
2: yeah nice yeah oh, right. i like that yeah. So, it so, off the tongue. yeah so it's like
1: six songs just a collection an ep of six songs and like the reason we wanted to call it strange radio is because it kind of encompasses the idea of what we are how all of our songs are different yeah if it was a radio station or a show it would be strange because it'd be like yeah. five different genres you know six different genres sort of thing and um so the other the other meaning behind it is just like it's just like sort of like be like it's encouraging people to be weird like go out there and be yourself and be weird and don't nice. don't be normal Nor- normal's boring yeah it so is like you know turn turn that strange radio up you know so we yeah. have a song that kind of alludes to right to right to the same well sort of thing. I, these days i wish we had a little strange radio i mean oh, this mainstream yeah. radio is right killing me right it's now, so dude. predictable so these days. it's cutter,
0: on a loop yes cookie cutter.
2: i don't even listen to live radio at work anymore. when they it's had you when they just had
0: the radio station you're like did i not just fucking hear this song right now Yeah, right
1: if you listen to the same radio station for like 22 minutes you'll hear like three or four of the same songs totally yeah I mean, I have had up, an ass full of Cardi B, I'll tell you that, aww, right <laughs> that story, dude. The
0: Migos. God damn oh, Migos. Man. I can't do any of that shit. Like, <laughs> I, can't
1: I can't do, do it, it, man.
2: One day on the like on our ride home, me and like my mom, my sisters, we we threw on Migos just to make fun of it. Like we were just <laughs> making up stupid r- stupid rhymes to go with it. And it still went with it. But it's like
1: that, it was I th- dumb. That might be one of the only ways I could enjoy that music. You have to make fun of it. <laughs> to yeah. make fun you of have to it. make yeah.
2: fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I mean, some people, yeah, okay, some people have different tastes, but it's like that's not music. (laughs) It just no, and
1: it's not because it, you know, those people didn't like have any hand in writing it. You know, like that's what really, Mm -hmm. really bothers me. Almost like, and uh,
0: what's what's even weirder is that the one of the more predictable kinds of percussive uh, riffs Mm -hmm. made an entire genre
1: for reggaeton. Oh my god, (laughs) the same.
0: (laughs) dude.
1: Yes, 100%. I spent I spent like about really? a month in Cuba in 2015 uh-huh. yeah. and like literally every song on the radio is that <laughs> oh, is no. that that beat that's that song is like everything is that shit.
0: And you know, they um you'll you'll talk to a classically trained musician and and and, the, and I would agree with them when they say, you know, classic or there's there's a certain kind of music that would make you intelligent or smarter. Yeah. I believe that there's a the kind of music that would make
1: you dumber. Yep. <laughs> oh, totally. And you know oh, yeah. what we we discovered them. it. This yes, generation, it is, it is now. Among our very few distinctions, this generation has discovered the dumb music. The though, music that just makes you stupider.
2: Though our generation didn't help with uh, bringing out Little John and the East Side Boys. Uh, well, okay, okay. That I was the think, previous uh, generation. Yeah. That's right. true. Right.
1: You know what though? It's saying something. It's truly saying something about the as stupid as we can get now. If Lil john and all that bullshit is not the stupidest that we can do as a race, yeah. oh. as just a human, enti- as just like a species of human being, Generation Z's That's the bar. Let me that's, check it for a no, minute. we that's the that was. We used to think back oh, in high yeah. school that Lil the Wayne was then. as stupid as it could get. Uh. No. We would laugh no, now. And we that- all just laugh in our bitterness now. We all just, w- you know, look back on the fond days when all we
2: had to really worry about was little John on the East Side boys. Yeah, and listen to Sh- Salt Shaker and get low. right i mean and that was like
1: the worst music (laughs) yeah but now you got all this like whisper rap and mumble rap and all this garbage and all the every single little rapper that there is like if you could just round them all up and just make them go live on an (laughs) island somewhere (laughs) with no technology and just make them revert back to like a caveman state right hey we should send them to
2: that island where blink 182 and uh jaw rule were hosting that that one oh, festival. the Fire Festival! The fire festival? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh sh-
1: my God! <laughs> what a <is> shit <your> show that turned out to be! Uh, well, really? Blink pulled out right yeah, on time. Thank God! Yeah, thank Blink good. always pulls out. That's <laughs> what they do. Well done, sir. yes, yes. Well done, indeed. I'm All sure right. they'd enjoy that. <laughs> giggity, giggity <goo>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's quagmire.
0: Yep. Well, shit, man. Um, again, thank you for being on. This means a lot to us. I understand that you're a big fan of Seinfeld as well. We were talking about this yes, outside, yes. And we're we're really good about uh, doing trivia games here, so we want to invite you back at some point. Oh, okay. Yes. Bring man. that Seinfeld game, and we'll see. You know, we'll see who comes up on top. I, I I'd definitely like, will. I like to think I know myself a little Seinfeld. Just, I think. Just, Josie
2: has a vendetta against me because i beat him in Sim- simpsons trivia
1: that was a fluke that uh-huh. sounds like a tough one to <laughs> simpsons trivia so you think you're a fan and then you do these trivia games where they're like the most obscure questions yeah. you can imagine and you're like wow i don't know shit about this show <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah. who's sitting down and researching this shit totally to make
2: questions out to of know, them? yeah like, who knows damn. that
0: yeah this, uh, it's gonna be like matt nothing. greening himself yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so excited right now. <laughs> well, my I blood mean, just started. like w- My blood pressure just went up. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll look forward to the next time. We haven't booked it yet, but yeah. we'll figure out oh, each yeah. other's Hopefully schedules. our album will be happen. out by then. And oh, we'll then, we'll yeah. some oh, more dude. tracks. Absolutely. We might, yeah. Maybe yeah. we can play some acoustic. Yeah, well, no. oh, yeah. definitely. Sky's the goddamn limit. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, uh, we're just going to do the rest of the show. Go ahead cool. and chime on in. You know, Talk definitely shit. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. But David um you uh y- you made me um you made me check out uh, Sh- sasha baron cohen's new show what what's it called again what who is america that's right
1: have you checked this out aaron i've heard about it it's but on Showtime, i haven't watched I it yet i've mm-hmm. heard good things my bass player already hit me up about it. he's just like he's like this thing is out and you got to check it out because it's like some scandalous bullshit <laughs> dude
0: like so he goes around um he goes around america and he talks to i guess uh, leaders of organizations um causes, political leaders, like congressmen and that kind of shit. Is he a character when he does it? He's or? a character okay. for every single one. So he's a character enough where like he's he gets them on his side. Yeah. And then he he uh he agrees with them with whatever platform they're on, oh. just so they can, you know, buy into him being there. He keeps taking it up to the next level. <laughs> he just keeps making it more ridiculous. For example, there's this segment that he did called Kinder Guardians. Oh, so the God. premise of this is where he he starts lobbying uh, these congressmen and, and that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So um, trying to get them to make it legislation to allow
1: kindergartners to carry weapons or guns. <laughs> and they're like attached to teddy bears or oh, some shit like that? Oh dude, it's so, it's or, so uh, ridiculous. Are they inside of teddy bears? Or like it's a teddy bear like holding a real life gun. No, it's the, a teddy so bear the gun? Teddy, there's a gun it's in a teddy the bear. teddy bear. <laughs> there's a gun, there's inside a gun, the teddy and, yeah. bear
2: like in uh, like in family guy when stewie has a little gun right <laughs> yes
1: exactly like a little baby version of desperado
2: <laughs> <laughs> as a matter of fact i have a
0: clip okay. so let's listen okay. to a little bit of it i'm not going to play the whole thing it's pretty long but here he goes okay, okay. Kindergartens: how to protect your preschool
3: shalom children my name is ran morad i here to show so you Sasha. that guns when used responsibly with training from grown ups can help keep you safe in your school. He's supposed to be is an Philip Israeli. Guy. Okay. Not every strange man you meet going to be friendly and non threatening like me. Today we're going <laughs> to you how you can stop these naughty men and have them take a long nap. That's right. And that's why this you're is gonna like a real politician. A friend of mine, his name is Papi Pistol. So no, there's a little dog head you on the gun. <laughs> <feet>. Oh my <laughs> god, like puppy pistol! Puppy pistol.
0: <laughs> take his lunchbox and push it into his tummy like this. Oh Jesus! So he, he just inserted the bullet in mouth <laughs> right
3: at the middle. And right now he's back. pointing it at the camera. He has a big fat tummy. Point at that. Great! <laughs> <Good. laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Okay.
1: So puppy pistol, everybody.
0: Puppy <laughs> <laughs> pistol. Get yours wow. at uh. Amazon, I
1: don't know where the <laughs> right? fuck you get this. <laughs> coming to a school near you. <laughs>
0: oh, jeez. So, the, the yeah. haven't they been coming to our schools already? That's oh. the... Well,
1: not in puppy form. Yeah, just
0: in like yeah. They, haven't armed, they haven't
1: armed the children yet, but they've started arming teachers. I think, or no, have I they have not done, done any of that yet either. That? They want to arm. They the want teachers. to. Okay, yeah. they want to I have teachers. a few
0: teachers where like that guy has no business having a gun, <laughs> right?
1: But <laughs> they come in like <laughs> drunk
3: or hungover.
1: Alright, you yeah. stupid little fuckers! Right, you're like this guy's old to handle a gun like he shouldn't even yeah, be handling yeah. that that freaking chalk oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> uh,
0: or, or the the bitchy fucking teacher who's just like gets mad at every little
2: thing oh i know all she needs is like that's it i'm busting out the glock right <laughs> she points her gun at you yeah. just like where's
1: your fucking homework she puts it
2: sideways sit down bitch right? sit down
3: yep with a capital c <laughs> <laughs> yep
0: yeah, we all had that teacher. Oh, yeah, uh, God. <laughs> I had oh, I several. Her. That's, that's probably more scary.
3: Yeah, yeah no <laughs> than, kidding.
0: Than having the, the off chance that, you know, somebody might actually come and, and you know, spray your school down. <laughs> but, man, that that's a scary feeling. What's <laughs> worse. Regardless.
2: What's worse, the enemy you know or the enemy you don't know? Uh, I like to keep my enemies a little closer. <laughs> that's why I live down the hall. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was that. On next, I, I'm... I just saw this the other day, the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer. What do you guys think? Oh, dude, it looks amazing. And speaking of Sacha Baron Cohen, he, wasn't he supposed to be the first uh, Freddie Mercury he for that movie? Gonna that he, he was yeah. going to take that role, And how to.
1: perfect would he have been? Oh, oh man. I was pretty excited.
0: Oh, God. I'm so upset that he didn't. He would have looked apart. And he's a great actor. I mean, could comedically. He do, like,
1: and- could he do dramatic roles like that though mm, i think totally has he has I, he done some
2: oh uh, actually yeah he you know pretty serious he's roles. in a couple um like,
0: i know he, he was d- a straight man in talladega Nights. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah <I know. laughs> well a straight gay man you mean well he was the french guy who is gay.
1: Same thing. One of
0: my favorite parts in that movie is when uh, they're explaining uh, when, when they're talking in that bar, and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's character describes Formula One as Formula. Uh. Ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that got me started. Uh, t- <laughs> yeah. After. After competing in the Formula, uh. <laughs> his accents are just like man. They're, they're what is, Well, what I would hope so. The well, French are right next door to the English. Which is you know. this shaking big nonsense?
0: You guys remember him in uh, Sweeney Todd? Yes. Yeah, he I was, thought, I th- was, was he, he really? In yeah, that? yeah. Yeah, he was he he good. Well. Wow. I thought he delivered his parts really well, especially yeah. when he switched from being like the foreigner to he, being to like being an the And he goes like, "I remember you, Mister Todd." Yeah, he did it really well.
2: I thought he was great. I thought he would have nailed it. He was also in in that movie Hugo.
1: It was Oh that animation By Martin Scorsese
2: No it wasn't animation It was um, It was live action It's about like a little boy That like Hugo he... was an animation No 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 It wasn't animation It's with Jude Law um, Ben Kingsley Right Um, I'm What's that me? girl from uh, Hit girl from uh, Oh 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 uh, Kickass. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Chloe there Chloe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chloe Moritz. Chloe Moritz. Chloe Moretz. yeah. Um it's a, he's really good in it. He's supposed to be like a security guard that's supposed to find the kid and the kid like is homeless and lives in a train station in France. Uh-huh. So like he constantly sees run-ins has run-ins with this kid and like he he portrays like an evil guy <laughs> but then in the end you realize that he's actually pining over someone that he loves and he does it really well like his transitions from it. Wow. And you don't think like a guy like Sasha Baron Borat yeah has that type of range but he's
0: very surprised that is pretty impressive actually yeah Yeah. so i kind of wish he was doing it but (laughs) it's not it's rami malik if you watch what's the show he's done mr Mr. robot Robot. that's a great show too have you checked out mr robot every time i see what's his name rami Rami malik every time i've seen what's his name Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> every time I've exactly. seen him he takes me out of whatever I'm watching How yeah. every time.
2: I don't he
3: he's the is same his mannerisms. He just what? seems like the same person. Well, it's I his don't, look.
2: It's like the way his I don't eyes know. the way his eyes look, because I mean he he has like that Freddie Mercury look, but when you look at him, you still see that Rami Malek guy. Like you see him in his other movies, and in his other movies, like the way he acts, it's always He looks remember?
0: like he looks like Matt Graning drew
2: him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He is alive. <laughs> Dude, he looks like Mo.
0: Wow! He looks oh, like Moe. Wow. I can't unsee that. Now. Yeah, there you go. For real. There Him, you when go. he's
1: old, oh man! Oh, dude, he's gonna look like Mo. So when they do like... a live action Simpsons, he'll play. He'll play Mo. <laughs> He'll play Moe. That's not. That's not a compliment to no, Rami. Malek. No, <laughs> no, I, I wasn't trying
0: to. <laughs> <laughs> I was just making an observation. Right on. Well, Rami Malek's the uh, the lead in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I believe it's coming out November 2nd. So. One of the things I'm confused about this movie is that, and I might be surprised, it's supposed to be a biopic about him. I don't get that from any of the trailers that have come out so far. What I get is, as uh, I think the movie's going to start like as soon as he joins Queen. Queen. Okay, uh, and then and then the progression of Queen's music from there on out. But I don't think it's about him, though. A lot of the reports I'm reading or, or hearing about say it's a it's biopic. A, it's a biopic about him. The movie is filmed as a movie about Queen because of their involvement with the with the film. But I'm sure producers and mm-hmm. Hollywood will twist it a little bit more to tell you more about Freddie Mercury. But it was definitely filmed with the intent of being more the story of Queen right. because they right. wanted to go beyond the story yeah. of. Uh, I think we talked about this in one of our podcasts where they wanted they wanted to go beyond after Freddie Mercury's death. Okay. After his death, they wanted to talk more about Queen and what happens. And the reason why Sasha Baron Sasha Cohen lost the role is because he told them nobody gives a fuck about you guys. They cared about Freddie Mercury. Oh, yeah. Of course, <laughs> would say that.
1: it's true.
0: I mean, it's. Sorry
1: to say it's true. But he's not wrong. No, he's
0: after, not wrong. after Freddie Mercury Absolutely, died, so yeah. did Queen. You totally. know? That's just what it is. I can't
2: and name anyone else other than Freddie Mercury.
1: Exactly. I mean. But of course, if you say that,
0: as an actor to the people who, to you know, are producing obviously. the Paying movie for the fucking movie. You're yeah. going to get kicked off the project. Uh, yes, totally. you know? And so that makes sense. But when they that when
2: they sense. originally announced it, I remember them saying it as a biopic for Freddie Mercury. Yeah, like uh, that's that's what I recall the original announcement when I had first seen it. So I've, that's why I had, I had thought same as Joe the C.
0: original leaks I had seen when uh, quote unquote leaks when it had first been kind of coming out. Mm-hmm. I had heard it was a queen.
2: Oh okay. Movie. A not cool movie. not
0: yeah. a I of course it's gonna be around.
2: How Frederick can it not? Kingdom, how can I, it not? I mean, yeah. He's well, his his story is one of the most intriguing stories. I mean yeah. is the most intriguing story out of the entire thing.
0: I, I think it's gonna be like a British uh, straight out of Compton. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: <laughs> you
3: know
1: what I mean? I'd well, see that. That sounds great. Even if it wasn't about mm, Queen, I'd just see a lot
0: a little a little more British, a little bit more gay. So Shug yeah, Knight's gonna yeah.
1: Shook Knight's gonna stab Mer- Freddie Mercury with a <laughs> needle? <an> <laughs> That's I yeah. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> That's, That's the third how, act.
3: The,
2: That's oh. how he... <laughs> whoa. That's how he got the AIDS. <laughs> wow.
1: Suge Knight went back in time.
2: Breaking news, people. Suge Knight killed Freddie Mercury and Tupac. Yeah. There mm. you go. Oh, <laughs> well, and I, easy. Uh, yeah. And I have the trailer. So here we go.
3: No one will play us on the radio. We need to get experimental. Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening <laughs> do it again. <laughs> one more. How many more Galileo's do you want? <laughs> Roger, there's only room in this band for one hysterical queen. Mark these words, no one will play a queen. Fortune favours the bold. Freddie, concerning your private life. What more do you need to know? I make music. I want to give the audience a song that they can perform. What's the lyric? We can kind of
0: see where they're going with this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, we can't see where they're going with this. Silence. This is a podcast. God (laughs) God damn it, David. (laughs) Just go with it. So I I wanted to get to that part specifically because I like the fact that um, Brian May... See, I know the name of another. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you Brian May him up on the phone. The, no, <laughs> Brian May had the sense to be like, uh, you know, let let's make a song where everybody can kind of contribute to, and then you got, um, you know, we will rock you from that. Okay, uh, I thought that was pretty clever of him to do, and of course, you know, that was that's heard in every fucking stadium in the yes. across the United States, these
2: everywhere days. now.
0: Yeah, so I thought I, I was I'm pretty excited to see that movie. It comes out in November can't wait yeah i'm I'm Uh, I'm gonna critique the fuck out of it
2: but i i'm gonna enjoy it when when i'm there so you're gonna be like the two muppet uh guys in the balcony oh (laughs) Oh,
3: you call those freddie mercury teeth oh Oh. i
2: saw a horse with better ones oh (laughs) well
0: guys i wanted to switch gears here i got a quick little science segment for you
1: science
0: NASA right. plots a return to the moon within a decade, but this time astronauts will stay there. It's Wait. been it's been fucking what, what fifty years in the fucking making yeah. with Apollo Eleven making it to the moon. Uh, about what? Yeah, no, forty nine years ago on July twentieth of uh, nineteen sixty nine, something like that. Yep, sixty nine. Yep. <laughs> oh, geez. giggity.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we we're supposed to colonize it now. So I guess ah. I guess. Uh, we're supposed to get to Mars, but now we're colonizing the moon. I think it's a better idea because you can launch from it. Yeah. No gravity. It's easier to get to Mars. guys. So Bob Richards, uh, he he's supposed to be behind what's uh, sending these guys up there. And um, he's the CEO of Cape Canaveral-based Moon Express and self-described orphan of Apollo. He's now confident that America's uh, Americans are within a decade or so of returning to the lunar surface, this time to stay. I think Jeff Bezos of Amazon... Is, is trying to get people up there too Or at least of make course. it Of uh, course Him, of course uh, Elon it's gonna, Is he trying to ship them up there in Virgin drones? America
2: Or Virgin Galactic Or whatever he's calling it For that Oh yeah, Virgin I thought it was Virgin Galactic
0: Yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's going to be exciting I want to
2: go to the moon How <laughs> So the next travelers to the moons Are going to be pioneers That's going to be excellent Are they going to have mm-hmm. Like an amusement park up there Like in Futurama? Probably Add another rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where they just have the whole history all Yeah, way. and they're going yeah. through like a rail ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was science, everybody.
0: Science. Oh. What? <laughs> That's it? That's it, dude. <laughs> I, 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 not, I really had nothing else. In f- matter of fact, I understand that uh, Josh might have some sports news here. Of course. Sports? Right. Let me check out. <laughs>
2: What's up, guys? Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. You (laughs) guys (laughs) suck. All right, so news and sports. Um, MLB news. Um, Dodgers actually officially traded for Manny Machado yesterday on July 18th. Isn't he supposed to be somebody? He is actually supposed to be the big fish. So, like, Uh. uh, from what I've been hearing, he's like the LeBron He's the LeBron of baseball. Really? Yeah, like his talent and he's young. Is he like Like, the best one in the game right now? Right now, he's one of the top guys. He's an MVP candidate. And they're saying that the sky's the limit because he's only 26, and baseball players can play till like 40. Yeah. So, I mean, the Dodgers gave up five prospects for Machado. Um, he's actually going to be a, maybe a free free agent next year. Uh-huh. So, the Dodgers really only got him for this championship run for the World Series. Yeah. So, I think to, to
0: this year's the year if they're making these moves right
2: now. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna. There's more moves to come. They may make a move for. What a place bullpen. are they even in right now? Uh, right now, they're first in the West. Okay. Um, but I believe. They're like third i want to say overall and then nationally right on um right on. so a lot of people are kind of concerned because it's like okay dodgers just gave up five young guys that were supposed to come up uh-huh. for a guy that's a rental ah. so do you think it's worth it do you guys think it's worth it if they win the championship and you know he leaves or you know if if they don't win the championship do they think they'll try to resign him
0: well, obviously, if if he does extremely well for them, mm-hmm. I, they'd be stupid not to try to resign him. I mean, consider uh, if he performs.
2: Uh, also, and also, he's due to command a four hundred million dollar contract. Jesus, so that's a pretty hefty penny for the Dodgers to pay.
0: I wish I could get four hundred fucking million bucks the to eat MLB fucking sunflower
2: seeds in the dugout, and it's four hundred million fully <laughs> guaranteed. The MLB and the NBA are the only ones that have fully guaranteed contracts. Jesus. So, like, that's why the Dodgers, that's why they, a lot of people are saying they may not want to pay this dude $400 million. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But if he gets in the championship, it's like, all right, well, see ya. Thank you for getting it for us, but peace out. So, I mean, I say, fuck it, re-sign him. If this guy's supposed to be like the next LeBron, like, keep him. Yeah. you know Why not? Why not? You know? um, totally. And also in some and Wait, shows. wait. David, what, what are, are you playing? playing?
3: Sonic Mania!
2: Ooh. <laughs> i, I kind of want to stop this sports segment just so i can play sonic mini so but aaron anyway. uh, david <laughs> likes to play video games because he gets bored
1: okay. of yeah. listening to us yeah. talk
2: about sports
1: real, oh, nice.
0: he's a
2: real dick
1: anyway <laughs> sonic too that's a good good one that's a I good know. one
2: um so some more mlb news so oh. the all-star game just passed on tuesday the american league won and so do you guys know you they know, win all the time yeah don't get me started. <laughs> they oh, do. They do. They do. They have a lot more power. I mean, because they have a DH. They mostly hit. It's They don't. The, the pitchers yeah, we don't talked have about
0: this on the last yeah. pod. Um, I understand that the National League wants to incorporate a designated hitter for their Yeah, league, their the, hit, the players want to. having the
2: pitchers uh, hit. Exactly. But unfortunately, they can't do anything about it until their next contract. You know, the CBA is up so they can negotiate it. But um, CBA sounds like a good strain of weed. It is actually. But anyway, yeah, yeah maybe. There's a CBA? No, I don't know. I'm just talking Like shit. a CBD? CBA? God no. Damn it. No. All right. <laughs> um so do you guys know about this all, like what's the importance of the All-Star game? Uh home team home home team advantage, home field advantage Yeah. So for the World Series? They're the right? only league. Yeah, they're the only league that does this that the winner of the All-Star game gets home field advantage. Whereas a lot of other teams, whoever's the number one seed in, you know, the entire league will have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The MLB does it differently. It's like, okay, whichever league wins the, you know, win, wins the All-Star game, yeah. they get home field advantage during the World Series. So it is somewhat yeah. important, you know, spe- you know and, and it's kind of strange to have all these guys from different teams try mm-hmm. to get, you know, home field advantage when half of them probably won't even make it. Right. Yeah. right. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Um, so in NBA news... Uh, Moving right along, Kawhi Leonard, um, I believe I mentioned him on a, one of the past podcasts. He was recently traded from the Spurs up to Canada, to, to the to Toronto Raptors. Really? Yeah. So he wanted to go to the Lakers, yeah. and then the Spurs are like, oh, you want to go to L.A.? That's nice. We'll send you out to Canada. Oh, like that.
1: that's fucked up. so not
2: only not only did they do that when the contract negotiate when the trade negotiations negotiations came up the lakers called the spurs like hey so you know let's let's talk he wants to come what do you want for this so they asked for the three best young prospects kyle kuzma um josh hart and brandon ingram and they wanted three first round picks mm-hmm. so that's like a king's ransom right there alone and as soon as they told the lakers that they're like okay bye they immediately, oh, Lakers immediately were like, "Nah, they don't want to be serious. Then we won't, we won't talk to them." And that's exactly what the Spurs wanted. They wanted to give them an offer that will be so ridiculous that they won't even want to talk to them anymore. Wow. Uh, yeah. So the Spurs were being dirty as fuck throughout this entire thing just because they're spiteful. For Kawhi. well on the bright side he can hit up all the tim hortons oh oh man all of them he's gonna have so much donuts so many maple bars so many maple bars it's gonna be insane <laughs> and in additional um nba news uh, um you remember the lebron mural? do mur- i well someone actually created a new mural what? off of Mer- melrose and uh this mural it's a little different instead of just focusing only on lebron okay. where it says the king of la now it's lebron looking up at lakers legends kobe shaq magic kareem wilt looking Mm. at them while they're you know over the skyline of like the forum and the staples center i'm gonna pass it around here so some people the guys is it done because
0: i saw i saw him when like he was first drawing kobe and and shaq yeah is he pretty
2: much done with the mural yeah she it's a it's a woman um she's actually oh she she? yeah She she completely finished it now so uh dude really she good. she does good work oh yeah that looks, first one was
0: dope as all fucks.
2: yeah it was dope and then yeah. i mean this one this one looks even better the first one was done by a, oh, a guy yeah. and then she um because you know what happened with the last one right. getting vandalized so much she was like okay let me do something that'll appease the lakers fans but still focus on lebron oh, being here yeah so totally. i mean it's it's really nice it's done yeah, really well really yeah good. you got kobe shaq magic Kareem. Uh, Kareem, you got Will and, and yeah, Will still yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, what do you guys think is the uh, over under for? Uh, I was just vandalism. gonna say that. <laughs> I was just gonna say that.
0: Everything gets vandalized in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. What's the yeah. over under? Like, I, I give it, I give it
2: four days. Four days before somebody shits all over it. Wow, you really oh. have a lot of faith in these people f- that it's only gonna <laughs> not be vandalized. I thought I wasn't. <laughs> I, thought it I was. give it like two days. I like two hours. <laughs> well, it's off Melrose, so let's give it two days, just because you know police kind of patrol there a little bit more. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's just crazy. It's you know, hopefully it doesn't vandalize it. Come on, people, don't vandalize shit. You know, and. Enjoy your city appreciate yeah, your city cool. make it be look cool. good make you know, it look good be proud of your these, fucking city these artists really and you know want to do something for you guys and this is for the city so you know appreciate them a little bit
0: oh make it look like shit
2: and um you know some to finally end it off so in some nfl news um have you guys heard about this anthem policy um the whole yeah. anthem protest yeah. what about go?
1: it they're like finding the players if they're yes if they're gonna If they're going to kneel still? Yeah,
2: yeah. So the NFL just passed a rule this past March in the league meetings that any player that protests or kneels during the national anthem Uh will get suspended or fined. But at the team's discretion. So just today, the Miami Dolphins announced that any player of theirs that is either you know, caught protesting or, you know, does not want to go out, they're going to be fined and suspended. Wow. And so, like, a lot of players are pissed off. Uh, like, there's even talks about maybe a majority of the team protesting it. Because yes, it's like, okay, are you gonna, you're going to protest 53 dudes, Yeah. you know, on a team? So, yeah. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on these whole anthem protests?
3: Do you believe any of that shit?
2: Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a real incendiary issue. Yeah. I, I mean... I believe that they they have the right to to kneel.
0: I, I believe.
2: I concur
1: with that. What do you what do you think?
0: I think I think so too. Uh, I, I I don't. What bugs me? Listen, they have every right to kneel. Yes. The the NFL as a company has every right to tell their employees what they can or can't do while they're on the clock. Yes. What pisses me off is all these motherfuckers getting so pissed off that they're kneeling. Ma- them making it a big deal and thus pushing the nfl to do something about it yeah it's like, dude just let them do their thing they're obviously doing it for a cause um they're, they're speaking their mind uh it's it's not hurting it didn't hurt anybody at least not at first not until some bitch like mouthed off about it yeah um, and then
2: trump got involved yeah and, it and then a it, big it just thing. became a
0: whole fucking yeah. right
2: uh right wing shit storm and God damn it, dude! You know, I yeah. I mean, I understand like what the league's trying to do. You know, deter people from doing those type of things. But Mm -hmm. you know, at the same time, it's like, it is our right. You know, it's in the Constitution. It's in the Bill of Rights. Totally. Yeah. You know, we have the right to do that. So it's like, come on, just, just let it. Just let. Maybe if cops didn't beat fucking colored people, then we
0: wouldn't be in this mess. Like guys, they're not.
2: They're not protesting the flag. They're protesting. You know, police brutality. They refuse you know. to accept that. Yeah, and a it lot sucks. of people just. Refuse well, the only to just... reason
1: that people think that they're protesting the flag or or the, you know, the armed services or anything is just because you know it's during the flag. Well, That's no, what. it's because um, the the purpose. Basically, he's like purposely like throwing shade around and doubt. He's just like like blaming it on. It's, you know the gaslighting thing. He's just blaming yeah, it on mm-hmm. other shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's just like blaming. It's blaming a straw the man NFL. argument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. totally yeah. just like here. Look at this while I
0: do this over yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. pretty much, pretty much, yeah,
2: totally. So that's me for for sports. Awesome, man. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, every week or every uh, episode, I always sign off with "Don't be a dick." It has quickly become a segment on the show. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> this one will. Um, this one will be short and sweet. I try not to, to get too political on the show. We we, we mainly want to just uh, you know shoot the shit. But what happened this week with Trump in Helsinki was fucking devastating i think it transcends party lines i think everybody on either side of the aisle would be like what the fuck is this idiot doing with taking sides with russia you wouldn't find any previous
2: president doing what he did uh he's pretty much in the in the motherfuckers pocket like i mean putin basically said during the press conference like hey look here's my dick get
1: on your knees get ready <laughs> like Have you that- guys seen that meme where he's just like what's your name and trump's just like my name is reek <laughs> oh, oh,
3: oh, 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 oh. it's pretty
0: spot on oh dude so i mean with that uh, it, it was embarrassing shit i was offended as an american I was like why was this guy like on a podium with with I wouldn't say they're our enemy anymore. I mean, we've been cordial with Russia for a little while. Nah, man, they're they're. In. But they're yeah. yeah. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. But they're oh. not cool. They they ain't cool. They're just no no no. I mean, they're the perennial. I, I would say they're like the arch rival. You mm-hmm. know, like well, they're th- the bottom line. They don't have our best interest at heart. That's true. No, no, that's true. No, not at all.
1: That's. that's kind of the definition Mm -hmm. of an enemy. I mean, you got a head that
2: you got the former head of the KGB as a president of an entire country. What does that tell you? I mean, yeah, you have a point. Yeah. You know, I mean, and even like hearing him say like when he was discussing, like, why would I, you know, monitor Trump, you know, like it's just one man, you know, coming. Why would I monitor him so closely? That's ridiculous. Uh Well, you're monitoring one of the richest men in the world. Of course you're going to monitor him. Come on now. Yeah. Like, who are you kidding? But Mm. yeah. So
1: for that, Don't be a dick, Trump. A little too late on that one. (laughs) Damn
0: it. So I'm going to play devil's advocate just for a second. Yeah,
1: man. Just for a minute. love to. And here's the only reason why. Uh Now,
0: Trump, he said a lot of stupid shit. He's done a lot of really questionable things. Of course he has. All of us are on board with that 100%. Sure. He's a businessman, first and foremost. And as any businessman, they are always looking for their best interest in mind. Now... As much as he's saying certain things that might suck, I think, personally, he's doing the kind of feigning the rolling over kind of thing to just get on the better side of someone and probably thinking more long term in the sense of, quote unquote, they are arch rivals, our enemies, and maybe trying to look at it from a different angle, possibly, and trying to be like, hey, let's put that shit down. You guys got some points. We probably don't have all the most valid reasons as to why our security system allowed for thousands upon thousands of emails to just disappear including a server it's like clearly us as americans might be a little flawed and again i'm not saying well I'm like 100% no, no and that's fine and while that all, that is all valid with the whole hillary shit he dodged the question and gave us that information yeah. which we already knew yeah he dodged the fucking question and then he he got on his knees and, and sucked them off yeah. nay Gave him a (laughs) a rent job and a reach around. Motherfucker tromboned
2: him, dude. Wow. Rusty trombone
0: was (laughs) tossed.
2: Damn. Wow. Yeah. Uh, You know, to go on that businessman point, I mean, yes, I understand if you're looking at a business sense, you know, you want to appease the, you know, whoever you're negotiating with to get on their good side he's not a businessman right now. He's the president. No. He's the leader of the free world. Well, you're letting a
0: fox in your chicken coop. Yeah. yeah. And he's, again, you're right. He's a businessman. And he
2: thinks that he can just say anything and things will just happen. And, and and that's and like that's It does happen to his business. And that's not yeah. like how things and, yeah, happen. And that's, that's and, where he's messing up right now.
0: And he's just making kind of calls that as a businessman he can do. But yeah. when it comes to being the president of the United States of America, there are checks and balances that yeah. keep him in yeah. check yeah. with all these things. So mm-hmm. it's really difficult for him to play this out. And he's trying to play it that way. And I think, I still think, pretty he's treasonous just, though, man. It Sounds a little Very bit much.
1: It does, especially when he just walked back <laughs> all his all his remarks. He walked him back. Yeah, like, the day the weak, later, the weakest way. Yeah. Just like, oh, by the way, I, didn't I meant mean to what say I, said. I it, it wouldn't. <laughs> I don't see any reason why it wouldn't right. be Russia. Right. Yeah, when, like, come God. on now, you're just gonna change one word, and all of a sudden we're just supposed to forget that you were just saying all these other reasons why why it's, like, it, it's not can, why you don't think it's Russia, like oh you know what's his name defended himself really well and said it wasn't them but you also meant to say that it was them it's like bullshit. no it's like the, it's, it's the biggest yeah. the weakest walk back ever <laughs> and it goes against the whole businessman mind of it yeah because yeah, if does. you're if your whole point was to like appease the person that you're going to be working with you don't do that by like appeasing them when they're in the room and then as soon as they leave you, st- you just talk shit to all the cameras and then they hear about it like guess what that guy's not appeased anymore but yeah, don't we all kidding. do that shit? Oh, but yeah. this guy—the this <laughs> this world is looking at him. This this the world is looking. so. <laughs> like the bully leaves, and then you're just like, "Oh, I should. I, I told him, <laughs> yeah. man. I had yeah. the perfect comeback. You guys saw that, right? Oh man, yeah. That, that's a
0: close cousin of the guy that says, you know what I would have done? You know what <laughs> yeah. I would have done?'" <laughs> 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 So, Ugh. so I mean, we can we can squash that right there. But yeah. I, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick, <laughs> come on, Donald. Come on, daddy. come on, the Dan. Well, with uh, with top shelf shake being in the room, I thought it was appropriate to bring uh, life back to the joint report. What do you say, Josh? Yes, sir. All right. Are you on weed?
3: Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table.
0: It's from, it's from the, the bound.
2: All right, what do you got for us today, man? All right, so uh, this is coming from uh, CaliforniaWeedBlog.com. Um, this is an article by R. Harrison. Uh, this was published July 1st, 2018. Uh, the title of the article is Palm Springs Issues First Cannabis Lounge Permit to Coachella Valley Green Dragon.
3: Yeah. Oh! Yes.
2: Oh, oh, nice. is hopefully the first lounge. of many, man. This is huge. Like uh you know it's been taking a while for the bureau of cannabis control to kind of figure out how regulations are going to kind of go down uh-huh. and especially with you know this whole lounge thing you know i mean you got bars to drink alcohol and why not some lounges to smoke some weed in yeah and so um right now they're one of the first they're the first person the first uh, collective to get this permit it's not fully oh, yeah. approved yet mind you like they still have regulations because according to them the um weed like because they have a weed shop attached to the lounge but the weed shop's not quite far enough based off regulations from the lounge for Mm. them to consume it Mm. so they're kind of hoping that they'll kind of get away from it because it's it's Palm Springs, not really many people out there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so you
0: know <laughs> that's going. Or oh, for Coachella goers, it'll be. A, oh, it's
2: going to be amazing. A, a and thing. you know they're not the only ones though. Actually, um, you know there's others in other cities in, uh, in California. San Francisco has some. Oakland. Mm. Um and the next peep the next places that are actually going to be getting permits are uh, in West Hollywood and Cathedral City. Oh, so you know as soon as those open up, you know I'll announce them. You know I'll I'll keep an eye out for as soon as those things open up because I'm definitely going. But there's actually one in Los Angeles. It's called Hitman Coffee. Oh really? And it's like a, a like a coffee bar slash weed lounge. Okay. Um, but you can't you can bring you can bring your own weed there. You can smoke it there uh but you know they just don't want you buy. you know you can't buy any weed there like you have to buy like you have to come like in those sealed bags that some of the shops sell now yeah yeah, like those yeah those white ones you gotta bring those bring those with you and then put it back in there so that way you can travel with it but it's like uh they have some where it's like a hundred dollar a month membership um but if you know people definitely get them to you know hook you up with that sick man it's dope um so you know more on this uh there's actually one person that's not happy about this lounge.
1: Well, who's that? Jeff Sessions.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, him too. <laughs> His name is Casey <laughs> Barr. And, who's uh, that guy? So he's. Uh, I don't
0: already like him. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. He actually owns like a uh, wellness spa in the same building complex. Okay. And so he's upset because. He, his, what his argument is, is that it's gonna ca- it's gonna be very you know caustic type of breathing environment. Like they're gonna have it all in one one in one room in the entire building, and he's afraid it's gonna sleep within the into the air ventilation for the entire building of the you know of the property. Okay. And so we can fix that. Yeah. And so he's the the guy said that you know he's all for medical marijuana, but he feels that um, recreational marijuana will be used to degrade society Mm. and so he's like Mm -hmm. threatening that you know the property manager that he'll move if he goes through with giving these guys the permit to open up the lounge so i mean sounds to me like we have a douche yeah i think this guy should be on the don't be a deck segment (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i mean this is this is dope like the only regulation from what i found for this is that there's a you know there's no limit to how many permits can be you know passed out but only three lounges can be within three thousand feet of one another okay so if like you have more than you know you have four obviously you're gonna shut that shit down hmm. but i mean what do you guys think what do you guys think about these lounges opening up around kelly
0: i think it's cool dude like uh, I, and i understand other businesses don't want it to stink up the the you know yeah the, i mean
2: it makes sense. area uh, if,
0: they, if they're gonna figure out some kind of filtration system for the air and that kind of thing so that that's
2: We shouldn't worry about it. I mean, I looked at pictures of this guy, you know, um, the the owner of this um, collective, and he kind of just put a picture of where the bar is at. But if you look in the back, it looks very ventilated or, you know, very sealed, Mm. you know, like almost like as if it was a sound studio. You know, Mm. it's like super sealed. I don't think it's going to anything's going to escape. And I think this guy's already thinking, okay, we got to ventilate it because otherwise we're going to hotbox the shit out of a bunch of guys just trying to chill and kick back. So I can't
0: see across the room. Yeah.
2: We're like, Joe?
3: Joe? Over here. here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right on.
0: Well, well, that's the joint report. Awesome, man. Thank you.
3: Smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, well, uh, last but not least, we got a music highlight. <gasps> that's right. Well, we got Head Change by Top Shelf Shake. That is uh, one of the new singles that everybody can find on uh, most streaming platforms, right? Yep. Apple Music, yep. uh, Spotify. Spotify yeah, it should be up on awesome. there. So this is coming out this year. It's on the album called... Strange Radio. Strange Radio. should be out in September. That's right. So we're going to listen to the whole track. Is that okay with you, man? Yeah, let's do it. We're right on. Here we go. a dope song, man. Oh, thanks. You guys. I, I've 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 enjoyed uh, a lot of your guys' stuff. I mean, uh, from the previous album, you guys had uh, Carpet Shark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, what was the other one? um carpet
1: shark that sounds like fallacious. yeah definitely. everybody says that? Everybody <laughs> says it's, it's like, is that song about like like muff diving or something I'm just like, no i mean like it can be if you want it to be but i want it to be whatever floats your boat uh, you know yeah, when when you're grinding weed and spill a little
0: uh, you spill a little flower on the floor and that's you know
1: you're you're looking yeah. trying to. Uh, the, uh, the real subject matter is much more mundane what is it's it? like when you look like when you just like are looking for weed on the carpet. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we all. you're a like carpet shark too. No, <laughs> you know where
0: Well, you actually I find it in my truck in the bed like on um, like in right in the in like the little black hole where everything yes. falls in there. You look right there, oh, you'll find yeah. like two, totally. three totally. bowls. What what about. about. I'm going
2: to need to check your truck
0: after this. Uh, Let's do real it, quick.
3: man.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, an officer problem. That one was a good Officer track. problem is a good one yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, dude. I I enjoy that show. What was that
1: about? A cop with diarrhea? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's got IBS. Just, a, just a cop who's out on the beat, who like every time he finds a criminal, he has to shit. <laughs> so he has to let him go, and he never actually catches any criminals that day.
2: He's the he's the shittiest cop in the world. Oh, right. God.
3: <laughs>
1: Jesus. You're hey, welcome, everybody. <laughs> Where did you produce this? It sounds really good. Well, thanks, man. Um, this was produced uh, with the guys over at Syrian Productions uh-huh. in Lake Elsinore. Hey, I knew yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. On. I know. Yeah, that's I know. right. Like I caught up on my top shelf shake trivia. <laughs> In thirty seconds. <laughs> That'll be the next show. We're gonna have top shelf shake trivia. Yeah. Oh damn, right right after after Seinfeld. Seinfeld. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we should get
0: your like top fan versus us. And wow. we'll see pretty we sure
1: them. even our top fan doesn't know like that much stuff. <laughs> well, we're gonna beat them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're gonna beat them, yeah. 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 Right they on, recorded man. their studio
0: <laughs> album. I understand it's a six-song EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how, how long would you say the whole the
1: whole thing, whole thing is? Probably is... 25 minutes. Right on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, just nice. a little under a half an hour. Pretty digestible. Yeah, yeah. Like That's kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to keep it nice and quick. So basically when it's over, you're like, shit, I want more. Yeah. That's like, perfect. I want yeah. more of this band and want, there's no more. So. I want more right now. I want more right, right, right now. So you gotta <laughs> go back and just like, <laughs> listen to this, the same song. When does this uh, album release, uh, Strange Radio? Um... It's looking like it's gonna be coming out in September. Okay. Yeah, the album's all done and stuff. We're just in post production. Okay. So we just got to do that, and then should be coming out. So yeah. So that wasn't even a finished. No, no, that was definitely finished. Um, like we we finished the musical post production. Now we're just right. in like the uh, like the CD production and stuff. And like that's oh, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, still has that quality. All, to, yeah, to yeah, kind of, yeah I see. Nice, all that well, stuff. What, what's the what's your website? Where can we find you and other shows? www.topshelfshake.com Uh huh. Yeah, pretty simple.
0: Sweet man. Well, everybody, uh, log into that. Check out all their shows. They're yeah. playing. They're you're playing more and more often we these play, days, man. Yeah, we
1: play every single weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Just basically look up Top Shelf Shake and um we usually post all our shows on that stuff yeah nice and uh yeah we've got that upcoming ep coming out and we've got some some little tour runs coming up so oh okay yeah we're always we're always trying to stay active where are you going to be touring we're probably just gonna be going to not too far, okay. like just um, NorCal and probably Colorado again. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. To Colorado twice this year. Yeah. Sick. So, That's fun. And That's it's a good always crowd. fun, and it's oh, like yeah. always like a great time. Yeah. And the people out there are just like honestly so much nicer. Oh, they are oh, the California <laughs> people. I don't know. I <laughs> Had my is. bachelor
0: party out there, and dude, everybody was super cool. Right. Yeah. I mean, I they bet, were dope. They were dope as I all, bet the though.
1: strippers were really nice and gave some free handies. They were. They were nice. They were nice. (laughs) They had personality. They were smart. I will uh, (laughs) give them that. (laughs) Yes,
2: yes. One had a PhD right <laughs> put yourself through college I gave her a pap I'm smear sleeping. wow Ooh, child.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: PhD is not a short shut show. up I'm dude for an STD. Shut up. that's a good thing <laughs> oh shit you got a shit on my point no, no I wasn't it's a dude, come on end the show do it well Aaron I'm very excited to have you on for next time specifically for that uh,
1: Seinfeld trivia me too like yeah. I'm gonna be bugging you guys I can't wait I'm I gonna come wait. back on in like two or three weeks and just kick off somebody who's supposed to be here. Or I'm just going to come on and be like a special guest and then yeah. that person, that guest will be a, an extra Seinfeld contestant. I can't We'll allow it. We'll make, make it, it happen, man. <laughs> and We'll play the Merv Griffin theme song. Oh, there you go. Yes. Uh, it's all over. Yes. We uh, I can't take fans. it. I I'll
2: can't bring, take it. I'll anymore. bring the
1: squirrel. You bring the falcon. Yes. <laughs> oh, all of <laughs> it. <Giddy that>. up <laughs> <All> of <that. laughs> And we'll we'll do so, some Seinfeld cosplay. Oh my all god! All right. I I'll right. be Obi Kramer. You call Newman? Damn it! Oh Newman! <laughs> Newman. <laughs> what? Hello, Newman. Newman. I think I think you got George unlocked. I can make it happen. I can make it happen. We'll just shave your head in the night while you're sleeping, David. You got Kramer. Uh, he's Kramer. I got Kramer. Yeah, you got it. the hair. Yeah, yeah, you do. I'm George. Do. I'm George. No, I could be George. No, you're George.
3: George. You can be
0: Seinfeld if you want. You, right. you can be Jerry. You can Jerry. There you go. It's fine. Oh, all right. You can, you can be Newman. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well,
0: everybody out there, thank you so much for listening into the Foo Bar Show. Thank you for subscribing and telling a friend like a freaking champ. You can always catch us at Foo Bar Show. That's FOOBAR Show at gmail.com. And fwobarshow Show has our handle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of fooza. I've been Josie. I've been Jesh. And for David and Aaron of Top Shelf Shake, yeah. don't be a
3: dick.